Spencer Rattler's continued progression into being potentially a day one draft pick this next April needs to be one of the biggest goals for Shane Beamer and this football team for the rest of this season. You are Locked On Gamecocks, your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of this podcast, and also a staff writer for Gamecocks Digest over on SI.com. Thank y'all so much for making the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast your first watch or listen for your team every day. We are free and available both on YouTube and wherever you get your audio podcasts daily. South Carolina has seven games remaining in their 2023 regular season. And obviously, from a team standpoint, the biggest goal that some people might point to remaining for this football program is to simply make it to a ball game, which means that South Carolina has got to win at least four more games remaining on their schedule. But if South Carolina is going to accomplish that goal, they're going to need something else to continue to take place as it has over the first five weeks of the season. And I am talking about Spencer Rattler's continued emergence at the quarterback position. Spencer Rattler's rise back to stardom here in the sport of college football. I'm going to talk about how that's taken place, how the staff can keep that going for the rest of this season, and also what could happen in terms of transfer portal and high school recruiting in the future should Spencer Rattler be a day one draft pick this next April. All of that on this Wednesday edition of Locked On Gamecocks. As far as the rest of the 2023 season is concerned, one of the goals for this team has to be Spencer Rattler finishing off the year the way he has started. Now, why does this need to happen? South Carolina needs tangible proof that top-of-the-line offensive talent can come here and succeed. That is the general answer, and I plan to break that down again into transfer portal recruiting and also how it affects high school recruiting later on in the show. But before we get to that, let's talk about how Spencer Rattler has succeeded so far this year and how it could continue. Starting off with the first five weeks of the season, it is very clear that unlike the first 10 games of the 2022 season, Dow Loggins has altered this offense and molded it to Spencer Rattler's strengths while also simultaneously trying to protect him. In Dow Loggins' offense, we've seen a lot more downfield passes, a lot of shot plays that have been called, both outside the numbers on some deep curl routes and also some shot plays they're designed to have a pass go over the middle of the field, maybe on a post route or a deep crossing route. We've also seen a mixture of perimeter RPO plays, where Spencer Rattler, of course, has the option to hand off the football to South Carolina's running back or can get the ball out quickly to the perimeter, essentially meant to serve as an extension of the running game, which again is, in the long run, meant to help out Spencer Rattler. 
We've also seen South Carolina utilize their tight ends a lot in terms of chip blocks on the edge, where basically they chip off the edge rusher in order to give these offensive tackles a better chance to win their one-on-one before they basically sort of vacate that area and start to run down the field for an actual pass. We've also seen running backs stay back in the pocket as extra pass protectors. So you get the overall point. Everything that has been done in South Carolina's offense this football season has been done or has been changed in order to fit it to what Spencer Rattler can do best. Every single bit of it. So, how does the staff continue to allow Spencer Rattler to succeed for the rest of this season? Because, as we saw in the Tennessee game, opponents are already starting to adjust to Spencer Rattler, and also Xavier Leggett, South Carolina's star wide receiver. Well, there's a couple things that Dowd Loggins and his assistant coaches could do in order to keep Spencer Rattler rolling for the rest of this season. One, they could give these wide receivers, mainly the guys outside of Xavier Leggett, more short one-cut type routes in order to give them a better chance to make an impact in the passing game. And with these kind of routes, I'm talking about slant routes, quick hitches, and quick outs. Again, nothing too fancy. No double moves, no long developing routes on shot plays. That's not to say completely go away from those kind of plays because you still got to offer those up to keep a defense honest. But at the same time, the Tennessee game made it blatantly clear that these wide receivers outside of Xavier Leggett and maybe a 100% healthy Amari Brown right now they're just not good enough to get themselves open on their own. They've got to have some help in order to generate some separation. And sometimes that means simply um, narrowing down the route tree to any routes within 5 to 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. Another thing that Dow Lockets could do is use a bit more seven-man protections for those longer developing plays instead of always using the quick passes to the perimeter hoping that skilled players can make something happen after they have caught the football. Because again, as we've seen to this point in the season, outside of Xavier Leggett and Amari Brown, there's not many receivers that can just make plays happen after the catch. There just isn't. There's not another stud out there like a Juice Wells who South Carolina desperately needs to come back if he would be 100% available and able to make an impact on these football games. And so, for Dow Lockett and the staff, there's certainly more that they could do in order to ensure that in the second half of the 2023 season, we don't see Spencer Rattler sort of fall off of a cliff and his production start to nosedive in certain aspects. Now, that leads me into this hypothetical scenario, which will segue into the rest of today's show. Let's say we get to the end of the 2023 season. And Spencer Rattler, he is viewed by many draft analysts and people at the NFL level as one of the best quarterbacks in this upcoming draft class. To the point where he's projected as a first-round draft pick. What kind of impact could that have for South Carolina's football program, both when it comes to recruiting the kids out of the transfer portal and when it comes to recruiting the kids out of the high school ranks? I'm going to dive into both sides of this coin in just a couple of moments right here on Locked On Gamecocks. 
Today's show is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Now, as I mentioned on our Tuesday show, we are officially in the season of fall. And so, because of that, obviously, the weather is going to be cooler. But at the same time, you're also going to be doing maybe some more outdoor activities for the next few weeks. You might go to a local corn maze and go have fun with some of your friends or family. You might go out and try to pick out maybe some pumpkins to use as some decor in your own front yard. There's a bunch of different things that you're going to be able to do throughout the month of October and November. And for those events and activities, the best kind of clothes to wear are clothes that are going to make you feel comfortable, clothes that are going to be breathable, and bird dogs fit each and every one of those criteria. So, if you are looking to get some bird dog shorts or pants, go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. Welcome back to this Wednesday edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your team every single day. And speaking of every single day, as always, a big thank you to each and every one of you everydayers who make the Locked On Gamecocks podcast your daily choice for South Carolina Gamecock sports coverage. Again, don't forget, we're going to be talking with Locked On Recruiting Insider Brian Smith on our Friday show. We'll be discussing a bevy of topics regarding maybe some of the targets that are left on South Carolina's 2024 board And that includes running back Daniel Hill. So be sure to stay tuned in for that show coming up on Friday right here on Locked On Gamecocks. Spencer Rattler being one of the first quarterbacks taken in the 2024 NFL Draft would be huge for Shane Beamer and this football program when it comes to recruiting the transfer portal. Now to this point in his tenure... Shane Beamer and his staff have proven that they can take lesser-known guys or guys that are kind of viewed as diamonds in the rough, whether it be from the FCS level or the Division II level, and help them succeed in the SEC. There's plenty of examples to choose from, from guys like Nickel Corner, Carlins Platel out of Assumption College, who was here in 2021. You've got tight end Nate Atkins from this past year's football team. Linebacker Debo Williams, who is now a starting linebacker for the Gamecocks. Wide receiver Juice Wells from James Madison. Running back Mario Anderson Jr. from Newberry College. And offensive lineman Nick Arjulo from Yale. But the thing about all the guys that I just mentioned is that there's not a specific player that has popped off the page necessarily for several years in their football career. And I'm talking about a guy that maybe was a highly rated four-star or even five-star prospect coming out of high school, a guy that everyone just about around the country knew. Spencer Rattler is a football player that checks off each and every one of those boxes. And if he continues to have the success he's having right now, and again, ends up being a day one draft pick this next April, he would become the crown jewel for Shane Beamer and this football staff in terms of a transfer addition who came here and was wildly successful despite what all might have happened to him before they arrived in Columbia. It would change South Carolina's perception in terms of 
these kind of superstars and how they could come to South Carolina and be successful. And I know that for Gamecock fans, you might sit there and say, well, Andrew, we've got guys like Marcus Lattimore to point to. We've got a guy like Javon Clowney to point to. You can also throw out Stephon Gilmore. And I completely understand that. But here's the thing that we all have to keep in mind with the transfer portal and with high school recruits as well. These guys that are now coming through the college ranks or getting ready to start maybe their freshman seasons at the collegiate level, all these guys were super young whenever the players that I just mentioned were actually on South Carolina's football roster. The majority of these guys probably couldn't even recall some of those names nowadays. And that might sound a bit shocking. It definitely is a shock to the system for some South Carolina fans, but it's honestly the truth. There's a certain expiration date. When it comes to having guys like that go through your program, if you go through a really bad stretch where, quite frankly, those kind of names, they just are just plentiful. And for South Carolina, I mean, what's the most recognizable name when you talk about the years of 2015 all the way through, say, 2022? Right now, it's probably Debo Samuel. And he hasn't been here since 2018. So South Carolina, they needed somebody like a Spencer Rattler who had that kind of status, that kind of notoriety to come in here and remind all of these guys, remind some of these kids that are coming up through the high school ranks that, hey, you can come to South Carolina and you can have just as much success as you might have if you go to a Georgia or if you go to an Alabama or if you go and play for an Ohio State or Texas. You can have that same kind of success here. And when it comes to the transfer portal specifically, this is huge because Shane Beamer and his staff, if Spencer Rattler ends up being a first-round draft pick, that immediately becomes part of your pitch to these transfer portal prospects when they sit there at your coaching desk and they ask you, what is it that you're going to offer me besides possibly some NIL on the side? You could sit there and slap down what Spencer Rattler did when he got to South Carolina and say, hey, there was a point where this kid, in terms of his football career, he was being completely written off, right? People had just said that, well, there goes another bust, another five-star quarterback that didn't pan out, and he comes to South Carolina, and sure, with his own hard work and determination, but also with some coaching from our current offensive coordinator, we got him developed. We helped revitalize his football career. And that specific kid that you talked to, they might not have a career that needs to be revitalized, but they do need tangible evidence that you can help mold them and get them ready for the NFL. That is what a lot of these transfer portal guys do want, along again with some NIL. And if Spencer Rattler's draft slot reflects the success that he is currently having right now, then that is going to help them when it comes to recruiting guys out of the transfer portal. And it's also going to help them when they recruit guys out of the high school ranks. And I'll touch on just what kind of impact Spencer Rattler's success could have on that side of the recruiting coin in just a few moments. Today's show is also brought to you by FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, if you're a new customer, you can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. 
The Carolina Panthers have obviously gotten off to a rough start this football season. And their season win total over under from FanDuel reflects that. As their current over under win total by FanDuel is set at four and a half wins. The over odds are set at minus 105 and the under odds are set at minus 115. If you think that you have a good idea of how many wins the Carolina Panthers will get by season's end, well, now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Welcome back to today's edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your South Carolina Gamecocks every single day in just 30 minutes. We talked about how Spencer Rattler's continued success could help out South Carolina's football staff when it comes to recruiting the transfer portal. Now, let's dive into how it could help out South Carolina when it comes to recruiting talent out of the high school ranks. First of all, we got to start off with Dow Loggins' reputation because if Spencer Rattler goes on to be a day one draft pick this next April in the 2024 NFL draft, Dow Loggins' reputation, specifically as a quarterback developer, it would get a massive positive boost when it comes to talking to these high school kids because I could tell you, these kids, they would know the name Spencer Rattler. They would recognize that name, whether it be from maybe that Netflix series that everybody likes to refer to if they're a detractor, Spencer Rattlers, or the success they had at Oklahoma and then had at South Carolina. And when they find out just what Dow Loggins did to help Spencer Rattler get back to being, I guess, the Spencer Rattler of old when it comes to all the positive talk surrounding his game, then that's going to automatically help out South Carolina when it comes to these quarterback recruitments. One of them being for 2025 quarterback target Ryan Montgomery, who is going to be visiting South Carolina two Saturdays from now when the Gamecocks take on the Florida Gators, who, by the way, also is a big-time contender in that specific recruitment. Dow Lockett has already gotten a commitment from 2026 quarterback Landon Duckworth out of Alabama, I believe, a kid that's got a massive arm and somebody that as of right now, is viewed as a top 100 prospect for that recruiting class. But the other thing that needs to be discussed, besides obviously the quarterback position, because we all know that Spencer Rattler going in the first round, that would clearly help out South Carolina in that regard. But more importantly, it would also help out South Carolina when it comes to recruiting other skill weapons at other positions, like wide receiver, and tight end especially. You've heard me talk about this before, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole again on today's show, but South Carolina, they've got to up their game when it comes to recruiting the wide receiver position. And let's be honest, a big reason why South Carolina has struggled to bring in wide receivers for the past couple years especially is because kids looked at South Carolina's offense and they did not see how South Carolina's offense could showcase their talents to its fullest extent. And the thing is, it's not the kids' fault. It's South Carolina's fault at the end of the day. It's their fault for never having a competent offense when Will Muschamp was here 
for the five seasons that he had in Columbia. And the last couple of years, it was Marcus Satterfield that hurt South Carolina's image on that side of the football. South Carolina did not have any sort of identity, and they couldn't seem to find any sort of consistency. And here's the thing, y'all. These other schools, as much as they might not admit this publicly, they pay attention to how other programs are performing on the football field. Not just for when they might play those teams, but also when it comes to recruiting against those teams. And I can guarantee you, over the past couple years, some of the biggest competitors for South Carolina on the recruiting trail, teams like maybe a Clemson, a Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, maybe an NC State, a Florida, Florida State, you name it. All the schools that basically surround South Carolina in the southeastern footprint, I can guarantee you, if they've been recruiting any sort of offensive skill weapons like wide receivers, and South Carolina was one of the schools that they were looking at, they probably sat there and just flat out told those kids, hey, have you seen South Carolina's offense recently? You see the lack of passing yards that they've got? You see how sort of lackluster their explosive play rate is? That is not a school, that is not a football team that's going to showcase your full abilities. You come here, and we promise you, that's not going to be the case. I promise y'all, I don't even need to have any sources on that to tell you that that has absolutely happened over the past couple years. But, the good news for South Carolina is now with Dow Loggins here, and what he's done with Spencer Rattler so far, and what they could continue to do the rest of this season... That all could change. Because right now, despite the fact that South Carolina has little to no run support in terms of their ground game, and their offensive line is extremely inconsistent, to put it nicely, Spencer Rattler is playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And that is something that's not going to go unnoticed, not just from these kids, but also their parents or guardians. Especially if those parents or guardians also happen to be involved in maybe high school football coaching. They are going to pick up on that kind of stuff. And so, that is going to be huge for South Carolina, not just with quarterbacks, but also with wide receivers, because now you can go to them and say, hey, you see the kind of numbers that this guy named Xavier Leggett is putting up? You could be the very next Xavier Leggett. You could be a guy that gets around 100 receiving yards on average per game throughout an entire football season. That is what... Spencer Rattler, and a guy that has that kind of success can do for your football program. And so, you get the point with today's show. I'm not saying that the only thing South Carolina should care about for the rest of this season is the success that Spencer Rattler has in this offense. But, you would be 1,000% naive to say that that is not at all important. For the rest of this year. Sure. We want to see this team make it to a bowl game. So that these younger guys can get more practice time with this coaching staff. So that we could see more of these freshmen get more snaps guaranteed basically in this bowl game. Whatever bowl game South Carolina could possibly make if they get to six wins. But at the same time, Spencer Rattler has to continue to look good on the football field the rest of the way. And if he does... And it pays off for South Carolina in April this next year. And with the mock drafts over the next several months. Transfer portal recruits and especially high school recruits. They will take notice. And for the Gamecocks. Transfer portal recruiting is going to be huge this next cycle. 
uh, high school recruiting in terms of especially the wide receiver position and trying to basically restock the cupboards there, that is going to be massive for this staff. No matter who the coaches are for the next couple years, this program has got to see those two areas change drastically. And Spencer Rattler performing at this level and parlaying that into maybe his draft slot in April could play a huge part in helping the Gamecocks turn the tide in those aspects. So with that being said, that's going to do it for today's edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. I hope y'all thoroughly enjoyed today's show as always. How do y'all think Dow Loggins could help Spencer Rattler continue this success throughout the second half of the 2023 season? And also, if Spencer Rattler gets drafted as maybe a first-round draft pick, what kind of impact do you think that could have for South Carolina, both in terms of the transfer portal and also in terms of the high school recruiting ranks? Let me know your thoughts down below in the comments section if you've watched today's show on YouTube or Shoot me a direct message on Twitter at a line underscore SC if you listen to today's show on an audio podcast app. Once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I'll be sure to catch y'all on the next show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast.